Hi everyone, welcome to episode 62 of Mom Pruno Space Live Show. I'm Kenneth Chu, I'm the host and also the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. I also run a digital marketing agency called KC Creative Marketing. Recently, I've rebranded Mom Mother Industrialist Live Show to Mom Pruno Space Live Show, where I hope to give more values to my viewers. Of course, I will be still bringing on a different successful mompreneur every week to share insights of what a mompreneur, a mother, uh, and soon-to-be mompreneurs can be inspired and learn from. We have also included a new segment which is um, a Q&A session where we will be answering pre-submitted questions live. So do submit your question regarding setting up business or running a business as a mom. So now, now let's get the show started. And in this episode, we're going to talk about everyday parenting in challenging times. And today, uh, in fact, it has been exactly two years uh, since I've met this really awesome guest, this mompreneur. Um, because uh, Instagram story had just uh, prompted me that, hey, it's already two years. And two years ago, I tried to connect with her. But um, because of her schedule and because, um, we were, um, because of them shifting their office, um, that's why finally I have got her onto the show and she's a mompreneur that I've greatly been inspired because of the things that she's contributing back into parents who are entrepreneurs and she is an educator, entrepreneur and a mommy of three beautiful children. She's a co-founder and COO of Treehouse. So without further ado, let us welcome Elizabeth Wu. Hi Elizabeth, thank you. Hi, Kenneth. Thanks for making time. I, I know that it's not easy for you to, uh, especially now all of us are working from home and for you have three beautiful kids and getting them settled down and all that stuff to make time to come onto the show. Thanks a lot for making the time. Thanks. It's been insane. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. And that's where um, we are going to talk about it later in, uh, in today's topic. Uh, so um, just to let you know, there's a tradition uh, in uh, Mompreneur Space live show which is yeah. every guest get to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So uh, uh, are you ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can officially kickstart the show? Okay, sure. Bring okay. It on. So the question of the day posted by the previous guest is, what are you doing to future-proof yourself and your children? Okay, so I repeat again. What are you doing to future-proof yourself and your children so um, have some time to think about it while i go on to facebook live to see if we are live successfully and i'll come back to you all right yeah okay give me some time let me just log in and see okay facebook have been busy <laughs> okay that's great Okay, hold on. Uh, I... Can you give me more time? I, I need to go and check. <laughs> One minute. No, right, no Okay. Okay, let me see. Oh, Facebook is. So, for those who are tuning in on live, uh, do let us know, comment in the um, comment section so that we can know whether you guys are tuning in or not. If you can hear us, give us a thumbs up, give us a good like and all that stuff. Okay, let me check. Can you guys see us? Okay, I'm trying to log into Facebook, but it seems that Facebook is lagging. <laughs> or is it a lot of people are tuning in? Okay, let me just... I think you were lagging. Hmm. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. I can't see. <laughs> yeah, that's what happened when you're trying to go on live. Your question again is what okay. do I do to future proof my kids? Correct. Uh, future proof yourself and your uh and your kids. Okay. Okay, I see. Where are we? Hmm, good question. Where are we? Okay, I see that we are on live. 
can hear the sound okay because there's a moment that we kept <laughs> quiet uh, okay nice I think Facebook is lagging can't even go in uh, uh, uh. okay okay good can hear hear me loud and clear okay so Elizabeth are you ready with your answer to the question of the day uh yeah I think I am <laughs> <laughs> okay you can share it with us uh, okay, so I think what I've been doing to future-proof myself and my kids is that I am surrounding myself um, with people who are different, mm. with people who are, you know, who, who really come from all walks of life to sharpen our, what we call the much-needed soft skills that are needed for the future um, having conversations with people, mm. um, getting to really just network, I think that is already future proving and getting my kids to, um, to, to also understand these concepts. So just by immersing my children in, in the space of entrepreneurs, mm. in the space of um, people who are, uh, are, are movers and shakers in their own, mm. in their own industry, I think that itself is is a form of future proofing mm. yeah. and, and I, I choose to see it as um, we're building some form of uh, intelligent and social capital for ourselves mm. so that in the future we know we have these experiences we have these people we have these people to go to for advice mm. uh, and and I think that's very important Wow, wow, that's good. And basically uh, creating the environment for our kids and even for yourself, uh, surrounding yourself with people that can inspire you, motivate yeah. you and bring you to the next level, not yeah. just for you and also for your children, putting them in the environment of entrepreneurs, uh, like-minded people and uh, ins inspiring people, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good. Thanks a lot, Elizabeth. And now we can officially kickstart with the show. And I've seen uh, some people coming on live. There's Fionn. Fionn can hear us. And I saw Joyce. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, for those who are watching the replay, thank you for coming in also. And uh, today we have this awesome um, um, guest, which is Elizabeth Wu. Uh, I've, uh, like I mentioned in the beginning, that uh, tried, like we. Um, uh, try to get her um, two years ago but because um, they were shifting office yeah. and at the same time uh, for me I'm also busy building the, the live show also but I'm so glad that um, after two years basically today is the, the exact date yeah. That <laughs> two years, two years anniversary. That exact that um, that I went over to Treehouse and really been amazed by what they are doing, especially for parents like us who are entrepreneurs. Uh, we want to put our kids, but for me, my my daughter was already quite big. Really, she was like nine years old. So mm -hmm. um, uh, that's where that's where uh, Treehouse can also help uh, parents who have um, young children, toddlers, uh, even preschoolers. So mm -hmm. um, now we can uh, we can start and uh, maybe. Elizabeth, uh, can you do a short introduction to those who um, do not know you? Maybe this is the first time they are seeing you. You can do a short introduction of yourself. What, uh, what were you doing prior to you starting your own business? And what are, where are you from? Uh, because we will have international uh, mummies that's tuning in also. And uh, maybe you can tell, more, uh, tell us more about yourself. Okay. Uh, hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth. Uh, I'm from Singapore. Um, prior to co-founding and starting my business, I was an educator, uh, particularly in the space of uh, pre-university mm -hmm. and uh, adult education. Um, I was teaching uh, critical thinking, project work, communications. Um, then what happened was I had three kids. Then I decided mm -hmm. to leave my job. Mm -hmm. And then I decided to take on this crazy, insane <laughs> Uh, task to I wanted I wanted to homeschool them. Mm. I wanted to spend uh, their preschooling years um, to to teach them things that I thought that would be very precious. And as an educator, you have a different lens because you have seen what's in education and you can bring in that for your education for the children. So I thought I I do that. Mm. And while doing that, um, 
I had a lot of people coming to me to ask me, hey, you know, you're doing so many fun things with children. Start a school. Start, start a, start a, start something. I, w- I will bring my kids to you. And I was like, okay. So I started an enrichment center. Hmm. Uh, so I started writing curriculum. I started to. It was just a very small idea. I wanted to write curriculum to launch programs. And what happened was I couldn't find a space to work. Hmm. I was working in and out of indoor playgrounds, uh, just trying to get work done. I just needed two, three hours of time, and that was when, at the same time, very serendipitously, I met my co-founders, All Tree House, hmm. who were also looking for a co-working space. So back in 2015, co-working was. Very trendy. Yep. Everyone wanted to be in a co-working space. There was a co-working space for social entrepreneurs, mm. co-working space for techpreneurs, but there was no co-working space for parents. Because mm. if you bring your kid, everybody give you a look. <laughs> so we thought, why not? Let's come together. Let's create that space for for our community. Pretty sure that if we can find each other, then there will be a lot of moms and dads out there who will need that space. Yep. So that's how it started the business Treehouse, T R E H A U S. It's really tree Spanish, hmm. uh, three in Spanish and house. Uh, it's house in German. So we wanted to create a third space, hmm. a community where people will find each other and support each other in their. They don't have to choose between parenthood and 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 a job and a career and 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 their passion. Hmm. So that was how Treehouse was created. Yeah. Wow. So you was uh, you were saying that um, you wanted to homeschool them, but mm. eventually you wanting to find a place for you to work at the same time, uh, rather than going to all the indoor playground. You have um come together with um your other co-founders to set up Treehouse. So what was the initial thought of setting this? What were your like the challenges that you guys are facing when you first launched this? Concept. Uh, we knew we had to prove the concept. We needed to see if there were people who wanted it, because we 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 knew that there were, but we don't know how many people out there needed mm. this. Then how many of us really can rethink uh, the future of work? Yep. At that point in time, people were still. Um, you know, not sure. Is this the gig economy? What does it mean for me? Mm. It actually means that for mothers, they can leave their job, they can work on projects, they can they can freelance, they can they can start up, they can be solopreneurs. It also means that uh, small teams, uh, SMEs, mm. um, can work flexibly anywhere. But where to find these people? I think, and to to find them who needed it for themselves and their kids. Hmm. So that was the challenge. Is there a group out there? Is there a community out there that needs it? And we found them. We found oh, them. Okay. It organically became uh, the village that I, I, I that I wanted to hmm. see. As the proverb says, it takes a village to raise a child, right? Correct. That, that itself was the village. People found each other. Hmm. There were moms. There were dads. They were all united by a common thing, which was that they have kids. Hmm. Yeah. So you you guys uh set up Treehouse even before testing the idea, or you already f- have that that community that tribe that also uh help you to kickstart this whole idea. We didn't have the community. We launched it just a leap of faith, wow. wanting to prove the concept. We told ourselves, let's let's it's it's now or never. Let's mm. try. Let's prove the concept. If it works, then. Then it works. If it doesn't, then you know at least we've tried, right? Wow, wow. So the at least your this leaf of faith have um already been fulfilled, and you guys have been have moved into a bigger um office, being bigger space, and able to cater for more, uh, more parents and and even more children, uh, within yes. that community. And especially now, uh, when we when you talk about the future of work, uh, especially today's topic, we talk about everyday parenting in challenging times. And today, mm. and this period of time, we are at like day seven. I kind of like lost track of the our circuit breaker okay. in Singapore, and also Malaysia had also their MCO, their movement control order, been extended. Yeah. So, um, when you talk about this future of work, do you foresee that? Hey, currently now, more and more people are embracing this future of work. Yes, yes, more and more people are changing what they understand about. Working, mm. and if you have a family, more and more people are rethinking how to integrate family into work, and how to integrate work into family. So, like now, we're stay home. We're yep. always working. You're right. at home, time for family. But when you're on your phone, my kids ask me, "Are you working?" I'm like, 
I'm not chatting with my friends. I'm working. Mm. So in a space like Treehouse, in a time where there's no need for a circuit breaker, it's also the future of work. Mm. You work in a space where children are are celebrated. Uh, there are caregivers there. You know, we have a preschool right now that is integrated into mm. a, a part co-working space. Yep. Of um, its concept, mm. uh, and again, people are integrating family into work. So they are coming to work, but they are bringing family, or they are close to family. Mm. I think now we are all rethinking these concepts. You know, yeah. And you mentioned something about um, Treehouse has has this environment that is ready for them, that is integrating um, the children with work, with their business, even with the community that is coming together. So do you do you see that um like for you as an educator right, when you first start started this entrepreneurship journey because for me I always felt that like for educator for teachers, it's quite hard for them to come out from the comfort zone, yeah, and also to step into entrepreneurship. It's like wow, it's like 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 if someone told me that she's a teacher coming out from a comfort zone, coming out from what we call the um iron iron rice bowl. And step into entrepreneurship, which is like you can't really f- see what's in front. And for you having a family with three children, um, although homeschooling is really very challenging, but you, uh, other than homeschooling, you are also stepping on entrepreneurship. So that does being an educator helps you in in starting your entrepreneurship journey. Uh, yes and no. So your first part, being an entrepreneur, it limits me. You know, mm. it's so comfortable. To be honest, it's really. A, a very comfortable environment. We have wonderful colleagues. Mm. I mean, you you after a few years of experience, you practically can do what you do every day with your eyes closed. Yeah, you you know you're so comfortable. And uh, what changed things for me was that I had kids, mm. and I could no longer think about my own comfort. So every day as I was going to the classroom, I'm just wondering how can I make a difference in the lives of my children. Mm. So I think also very accidentally, my husband kicked me out and said, well, "Why don't you try to do something? Why why don't you use your headspace mm. to think about you know can you start a business? Can you do something different? You know and 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 that was um, so being being an educator was it was limited, but mm. also the skill sets of an educator was very useful. Mm. Can um, you share with us like what are the things that is useful? Uh, so as an educator, you communicate a lot. Mm. Uh, you plan a lot. You're very. You you have to learn to organize things, and all these skills come into handy. Mm. Um, um, in the business, uh, well, granted, you may not have a lot of um, you you can pick things up. You can pick things up. You you because you to, as an educator, you have to learn things, and and entrepreneurship, you just have to learn along the way, yes. and build things up. And and yes. you mentioned about that organization skills. That that you have because you need to plan your curriculum. Then what are you going to do for the children? Which yeah. is basically planning, business planning. You which you can just apply into business. Wow, I, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, as teachers, you do a lot of event planning, organization. Mm. You even do accounting sometimes. You do a lot of administrative work. So you are a generalist of sort. Mm. You bring to the table a set of general skills, mm. uh, which your partners, you know, and the business can tap on. Uh, it's just about learning what suits the business. Mm. And for my particular business, I think being an educator is very uh, useful because I put on the educator lens and mm. look at children, and how do we engage them? You know, it's not an indoor playground where they just play on slides <laughs> and swings all day, right? You know, there's storytelling, there's there's lessons, there's uh, pedagogy to be introduced, and things like that. Mm. So it's all very useful. I guess at and another point is also because you set up Treehouse, which is for parents, and mm-hmm. that's where the education comes in, uh, pretty handy. Uh, mm-hmm. when they want to put their kids into your preschool, so they they knew that hey, there's an educator that is a uh, one of the co-founder. So like as parents like like me, I will be oh okay, at least one of the co-founder is a educator, so I'm I, I can. Uh, have an ease of mind. I can put my children there. All the curriculum is tested, proven, is all ready to go. So I mm-hmm. guess that 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 also help because you are in this space of parenting, even having this co-working space, this environment for parents to work uh, on their business at the same time to put their kids to. So that also bring me to the next question, which is just now you talk about um, like it takes a village to raise a child. And mm. for you, you have three children, so you it has to take more than just a village, right? So, uh, how ha- how has that worked for you? Does it uh is it because that, 
uh, of your three children, you set up three house so that you have more than a village to help you to house your, your three kids or is it the other way around? Meaning that um, it was it was the the building of this village or this tribe that pushed you to set up three houses. Hmm. So Kenneth, I think by the time I'm building, I've done building this village, my kids have outgrown them. <laughs> so it's, it's very iron, it's very ironical, but mm. yet it's also very rewarding because I, the idea came when I needed it, we started it. I mean, they were beneficiaries of it in mm. the early years, testing the concept. I could bring them to work when there was like home-based learning days, you know, last time there's e-learning days, right? They will always come to me, come with me to work. Mm. They immerse themselves with a whole bunch of other parents who are involved in various projects or businesses. Mm. They get to meet other children. So the village that is, that has emerged organically has still, is still my tribe. Mm. It's still my tribe now with having known a lot of moms uh, who have, all sorts of ideas for businesses and making things work and still start raising a raising their children and going through motherhood together yeah. and there's this support um in the tribe mm. that is very very precious and so that was that is the reason for um what, what i mean by it takes a village to raise a child mm. it, it really is that support that 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 community that comes in uh, to cheer you on, to to say, hey, don't worry, you know, there's you, there's mom guilt, but there's also us. We support you, um, yeah. And 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 our kids know each other, and and they also learn to just hang out with each other and hmm. socialize as well. So so my, I'm I'm just curious, like example, like there's a lot of mommies group up out there. Hmm. What what is it different from? your tribe, your mommy group versus the rest of the mommy group. Do Very you different. <laughs> because mommy groups, right, they are born out of like an online platform, right? Mm. Or like a, they have a lot of WhatsApp. They, yep. they chat about um, everything, anything. Anything and everything from like diapers and all these mm. things. These still happen in our group, in, in, our, in our community. Yeah. But what happens is they start out as just being members of Treehouse. Mm. You know somebody who's I, I have I had somebody who was into like bag design. Somebody who was a she was a nutritionist. Hmm. Somebody who was a, a marketing agent. Uh, market, she runs a marketing agency. Hmm. Another mom, she's doing her PhD. Another dad, he's working offsite uh, for his law firm. You know all these people have they want to make work work, but then they also brought their kids hmm. and then they we gathered and then because of that day in day out interaction mm. they get to know each other and the friendship is formed solidly day by day as mm. they see each other at work yep. they're not co-workers they are not in the same company yeah. but they're in the same space Mm-mm. and then from there the 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 pantry talk is like hey how's your kid doing oh mm. your kid is three years old mine is two and then you realize that their kids are playing together mm have play dates <laughs> then that's when they start talking oh you know this diaper is better or this food is nice hmm. and, and that's how the the community is built and i would think that it's organic and it's yet very firm and solid because hmm. up to now i know a lot of my members are still very well connected are still very closely uh, knitted and 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 connected with each other yeah i, I believe so because you have that environment for them and it will be pretty weird to see everybody every day and not chatting like you you talk yeah. about the pantry and say hi how why, why are you here you start to have the smart some of the small talk and parents like when you talk about kids right parents just connect together especially moms moms yes. say oh your kids how already have mm. the, have uh, has it uh, stopped breastfeeding and all that stuff mm. so so it is is really amazing although i'm a i'm a guy i'm a husband i'm a father but because i'm I uh, work very closely with mothers for mm. the past 10 over years. So, so all these small talks, like I kind of like get it, and and that that's why they bond together. And you mentioned that it's very different. Uh, it's about them how they, they can resonate with each other, mm. especially with business. If they are building a business and having two kids, one kids, it, it is regardless of how many kids you have. Mm. Um, so that also bring me to a point that, like, what, um, as an educator and also as a mom. So how do you juggle? Like, like, do you have this split 
personality like okay now I'm educator I'm teaching my kids and teaching other people's kids and when I'm back home as a mom I will be educator also or I just be a different educator <laughs> yeah very good question so because the, the the students I teach are much older they are 17 18 and I've, I've gone to universities to teach mm. so it's very different but because of the the information I have about education uh, I think that's the hardest part to mm. not be bogged down by the academic pressures mm. to I mean I know the standards I know how they mark I know what the teachers are looking out for but I also need to constantly find the balance where as a mom I'm mm. not going to be crazy tiger mom kind <laughs> of thing you know they can make mistakes I think that's fine they can fail their things yeah that's also fine it's fact, my kids have been failing <laughs> uh, so um so, yeah, it's it's actually quite hard. As a, especially as an educator? Um, especially as a mom. Mm. Because I don't want to be an educator mom. I just want to mm. be mom. Though I know at the back of my mind what schools are looking out for, mm. what are, you know, it's so easy to go down that way, right? Mm. Yeah. Which is, I also find that it's a challenge for you because mm. you, you know what is the education system. Uh, once and you are now in this uh, what do you call it in this business which is very entrepreneur um, mm-hmm. so so like for you as an educator at the same time now as an entrepreneur so it which direction are you do you want your kids to to become like really in educa- academic wise or like okay they don't have to be good in studies that as long they have a skill they can start a business whatever so what what is the direction I'm, I'm really curious because from educator and now you setting up your business uh, for many years and so what is the direction uh, no direction I, I don't believe in going extremes mm. I, I, uh, it's about a balance in Singapore we have chosen to be in the local education system then let's try to either you know let's try to reach our potentials mm. uh, if you can do it try your best I mean uh, I, I'm not house, hot housing my children I'm mm. not giving them crazy tuition or whatever that's 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 not uh, what we want mm. but at least we want them to know the basics enjoy school so yep. that's the that's the mandate for the kids enjoy school go and have lots of fun mm. uh, but just do just do it even if it's bare minimum just do it um you know, if you want extra, tell us. But if you don't, then it's fine. Hmm. Um, and then also be in the space where you can create, explore, rethink, relearn, unlearn. Hmm. Uh, we try to create that kind of opportunities. Hmm. So I think my children being around me uh, or just hanging out at sometimes coming to Treehouse or listen to us talk about business, they, they pick things up. Hmm. Uh, the kind of things I talk about, the thing, kind of things I read also spills over to our conversations so they get a different lens Uh, but I don't have a particular direction and Mm. I don't want them to hit because I'm an educator I don't want Mm. uh, I know that grades are not everything Mm. it's so true seeing so many batches of students Mm. and having taught them really the, the, the grades it is important it will get you somewhere but it is really not everything mm. wow yeah. that that is so so uh what do you call it fresh hearing from an educator standpoint uh, um that that the grades and and all that stuff is not but it is very much like you because you yourself is not just educator you're also a mom of three kids definitely definitely you have hopes for them or you have expectation for them yeah. and and you and coming from you you're saying that um like you don't really give them a direction for them to go to like really let them to explore uh, really let them to uh, learn and have fun in school which is so different from most parents who are not educated but they want their children to have specific grades specific direction and and that that is something new um, which I, I believe that the audience that are tuning in they are, will be able to have another perspective in mm. fact, a lot of people might think that being an educator as a, and also a mom, you might have a lot of expectation for your child. Yes, I mean, yeah. I, we all do, right? Definitely, <laughs> I will tell you honestly, I will have my expectations. I often join my kids, one of you need to be a doctor, one of you need to be a lawyer, <laughs> one of you need to be a chef. Then my old age is taken care of. I always mm. say that, but they wow. know it's... Uh, 
it's always it's, it's a joke. But we talk about real world a lot mm. of times. What what jobs do you think will still be around? Yeah, twenty years when you are ready to step into the workforce. So, what kind of jobs? What kind mm. of problems you want to solve in this in mm. in, in the world today? Which is which is very entrepreneurial. It's it's not just like like being in academic and all that stuff. Because if you get a job, you don't even think about what is the impact gonna create. What are the lives that you're gonna change and all that stuff. And and this is this is something that I I find that um is different from uh educators like you who became entrepreneur. Like like you were saying that you were um you were only teaching ter- tertiary level. Mm. Yeah. Then after that, you set up three house where you guys um had uh, preschoolers, kindergarten, and all that. So, mm. so is it because that you have seen the tertiary? The, the it means your student in the tertiary level, they can they can get good grades, and after that, when they step out into the society, it does not mean a lot of. Does it? Yeah. Does it? Does it? Um, is it because of that that trigger you to even think for the younger kids? That you need to change the way that, ed, uh, to educate your own kids at the same mm. time to educate the kids that are put into that comes into treehouse. Yes, yes, you are right, Kenneth. <laughs> so, being in the the tertiary side of things, when you and and having experience, actually, I've had experience in all spectrum. So I've taught mm. in secondary schools as well. I've also taught in primary schools, and wow. I've also done early child early childhood. Mm. I see that there's a disconnect. Because when the child comes, when the teenager comes at seventeen, eighteen, a lot of them have no idea what who they are. They don't have self identity. They don't have the ability to think critically. They can't be bothered to be creative. Mm. And there's seriously something wrong along the way. But these are all these these are all that's needed for them to land a, a career that they want to do. Yep. So they talk about they're so passionate about oh I want to be this I want to be that you know uh, when I go to university I'm going to study this and all these things, but they lack those skills when 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 they come. <laughs> so I I go back go back track right. So what's yeah. missing? Secondary school they were just I don't know maybe just very grades focused right. Teacher asks you they yeah. remember right? primary school is just I don't know doing assessment board don't know why I'm learning it for but I'm just doing it right. Yeah. And then there's this whole disconnect which I feel that needs to be. Needs to the 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 home support needs to come in, hmm. where the parents, the schools are trying very hard yep. to to make twenty uh, first century relevant, right? But at home we need to join the dots for the hmm. kids. So okay, so now healthcare is big, right? Everybody yeah. is doctors are so important. So okay, so if you want to be a doctor, if you want to solve the world's problem, if you want to find the vaccine, then let's go back. What do you need? What do hmm. you need? You need to at least have some basic in. Your math, your English, mm, whatever. Yeah. So that's the motivation, right? Mm. Not the grade is the motivation. Yeah. But the problems that you want to solve in the world for your own generation is the motivation. Mm. Yeah. And also the reason why they are doing what they are doing, because yes. a lot like like you mentioned, um, a lot of tertiary kids. Uh, because I also come across with some of them. Uh, I used to do social work, and I help um youths also. And a lot of time, the rebellious youth is because they don't understand why they are need to study, mm. and that's why they did it poorly. Because they say that why am I studying? Where, uh, look at the, maybe let's say this um coffee shop uncle. He's not mm. educated, but mm. every day he's counting cash over mm. at the coffee shop, because mm. he's a doing a business. He may not be even know how to spell uh, A to Z, but he's mm. making money. So to them, they may they are not they don't understand like, like a lot of times um. Like my daughter, uh, she's eleven now, mm. um, and I believe a lot of children in their age, right, in this age group, they'll be thinking that, um, oh, I, I, when I grow up, I want to be a YouTuber, I want mm. to be a, um, maybe a maybe a celebrity mm. online, uh, sorry, gamer, gamer, a gamer or esports, a lot of stuff, everything that we never had thought thought of ten years ago. Like for me, I'll be thinking, okay, maybe I want to be a. Designer, I want to be a singer and all that stuff. In the past, it's not possible. It's yeah. all being slammed down. But now yeah. kids are thinking of that, and they been thinking that why do I need to be a doctor? Why do I need to be a lawyer? 
especially in Singapore, they will be thinking like in, in Singapore, there's not much crime, there's not, not, not much needed for lawyers and doctors. The country is so small and all that stuff. They, they are not seeing, they, that means their future, their ambitious is no longer, I want to be a doctor, I don't want to be a scientist and all that stuff. Now it's more like I want to be a YouTuber, I want to be a social media manager, I want to be a TikToker and all that stuff. They want to be all these things that we never have thought of. And, and the reason I asked my daughter and why she want to be that, see, Daddy, you look, do you know that there's 11 year old um, Ryan, has, he's now a millionaire just doing YouTube. And what mm. he does, his father just video him unboxing his toys, playing with his toys. And, and they don't get it. And you see, why, why is Daddy Mommy working so hard in their job where this young chap just on YouTube being a YouTuber earning millions? They don't get it. Mm. They, they don't find the association. So that's why when you talk about the tertiary, they don't even know why are they studying oh. until that level. Why are they the, even doing the, pro, um, the course that they are doing now and eventually graduated from it? So a lot of kids are in that dilemma. And mm-hmm. that, that is something that uh, that's why when we, when we talk about today's topic, which is everyday parenting in challenging times, especially in today's time where jobs are, where we see that jobs are being replaced, uh, we see that uh, businesses are not able to withstand whatever that's ca- happening now, which is the virus, the COVID-19. So what would be your, your advice for parents, especially during this period of time? Like, like just now, we, before we start, right, um, uh, you say that you have three, three kids and putting them to, uh, to bed and making sure they go to bed. And as, at the same time, you, because you're working from home. So is it really challenging for you at this point of time because it's only like day seven of the circuit breaker? And it seems like most parents are struggling with, with handling, working from home, having that space for themselves. Uh, for some parents, they only have one kid. And for you, you have, you have three kids. So how yeah. is it for you? <laughs> you okay, can share with us. It's been crazy. <laughs> but I just wanted to go back to uh, just now you shared about, uh, you know, just children are, are kind of like, they're not sure what's happening in the world. They want to be YouTubers and all these things. Um, I think at home, our job, increasingly now that we have a lot of time with Mm. children at home is to connect the dots connect the dots for them why are you learning this why are you learning this this is a skill Mm. okay doing this multiplication table is a skill you do know how to skip count just giving them the context Mm. for their academic work is very very important so that's what i think we were missing i I was missing uh, as 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 a child i don't know why i'm studying something (laughs) if my parents could tell me that this would really be a useful skill, mm. an important skill, or the process of it, thinking through it, mm. that skill is much needed. You never know. 20 years down the road, you would, you would get so good at this skill that it just becomes muscle, just muscle memory. Yeah. So that's actually my first advice. Mm. When it comes to academic stuff, you can't make sense of the HBL <laughs> as a parent. You yeah. Try to connect the dots for your kids mm. and just tell them and also let them learn as much skills as they can at home. Hmm. So uh, I think there's been a lot of advice out there, you know, stay at home doesn't mean go crazy, right? Yeah. Learn how to iron, how to cook, <laughs> how to do, how to fold clothes, how to um, do many, many things. Uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's endless, right? If we just put on the frame of like, okay, what are some skills that we want to learn hmm. at home together? So okay, going back to adv- going back to asking how am I? Yeah, <laughs> how are you managing your three kids with your business and yeah? Work from home, you have no life balance at all. You are twenty four seven almost. You know, uh, everything to your kids and everything in the business. Uh, it's it's been very challenging, um, and I think it's it's even more challenging in a very small space. So mm. I live in a space and that that itself is very challenging hmm. uh, how to make the space work you have to be constantly very creative yeah and really uh um very giving uh, in, in terms hmm. of not getting into each other's faces <laughs> you know people with big houses very you know how lucky you are you know you can hmm. just hide and don't see each other <laughs> in a small space we see each other very often so i mean um yeah uh, advice for parents, I think it's very, very important right now to just just chin up and, and go through this together. Mm. Nobody expected this 
and if we I know a lot of parents advocate for routines. Yeah. A lot of our articles out there, oh create a routine, uh put a timetable out, follow <laughs> the timetable. Um what else? Uh you know, um there's this advice that says don't be a teacher, mm. don't, don't try to teach your kids, learn together with your kids. I think these are all great advice. Mm. But for me, I think what's important right now is I hope we will never get a chance like that ever. <laughs> so, if I if I retrospectively think about it, hey, this is this is a once in a lifetime thing. Twenty years down the road, mm. I'm going to remember. Yeah, I was stuck at home with three. <laughs> we we made it work. So, mm. um, I have uh, an acronym that mm. I I want to share with parents. Wow. So, uh, it's called I've got your child. If you think about your child giving you, hmm. don't think of your child giving you problems. Don't think about your child like ah, you know, just annoying me. I'm trying to get to work. <laughs> uh, think about covering your child's back. B A C. So a lot of basic listening needs hmm. to happen. Basic listening would be uh, as people are talking a lot. Mm, ah, yeah, okay, tell me more. You know, uh, A stands for active listening. Mm. So we should be also constantly active listening, trying to listening, trying to listen into our children's feelings. Mm. Teach your children the same skill. Can you actively listen to my feelings? My my my, what am I? I I'm actually looking quite stressed now. Okay, mm. so communicating a lot of our feelings and needs. Mm. Uh, that's with B. B is basic listening. A mm. is active listening. Okay. B is connect, then redirect. So if your children are giving uh, testing boundaries, you know, always connect mm. with them first, then redirect them to a different activity. Mm. And then lastly, K is know your child, know mm. them so well this period of time. Know what is triggering their behavior. What are the feelings and needs that are triggering to yep. them? Yeah. So oh. I've got your back. Is what I would advise. Oh, that that is really really nice. Uh, basically, it sums up, um, like, really communicating with them and communicating yeah. not just by you telling them what to do. Yes, it's also retrospecting back to 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 them. Um, by hearing what they have said because it's not just they have to know about your feelings. Like mm. now, daddy, mommy is working at home. Now we are working. You need to understand that we are working mm. and stuff like that, and not just us because they are also studying. Like my mm. daughter, she's doing her uh, HBL, so I have to understand that she's doing her HBL. Let her like basically trust her in doing what she's doing, mm. and she also had to trust us what we are we are doing. And at the mm. end of the day, we will set a time that hey, after uh, she was finished like everything by one. Now come, uh, I will go back to her and and really hear her whether does she have anything that she want us to help. Mm. Yeah, basically like like you mentioned, the uh, it means you have your child's back, which is the basic learning, active learning, connect and redirect, and last but not least, know your child. I guess, like you mentioned, um, sorry, active, active basic, listening, basic listening. Mm. So using your basic listening skills, active listening. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks a lot. So, so I guess that, that you you put out a very strong point, which is like twenty years down the road when we look back, like we make like for you and your three kids or the whole family, you make you make it through. When yeah. when when you think back, say oh, it's like it's like uh, I saw some 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 people are posting about um telling their their grandparents or their parents, hey, you know World War Two, what happened? All of you are all covering each other, all in the house, don't dare to go out. And now when you talk about it, these are all grandfather, grandmother stories. So yeah. th- this could happen like twenty down year, twenty down, uh, twenty years down the road, I'll be telling my grandchildren, hey, you know ah, uh, um, Akong ah, and uh, your mommy ah, or stay at home and all that stuff. So I guess yeah. it's it's something that we. If we put it into another another perspective, this is like once in a lifetime. Although yeah. things are happening not at the at the space that we wanted, but when you look at it, everybody is staying at home. And now, like some crazy moment during this period is my daughter and my wife. They are doing aerobic at home. They are watching uh, YouTube, playing all the aerobic. They say, okay, we have enough of all of these goodies. We need to work out. And to then to me, it's like I have have never got this chance to see them. Together and my daughter is so happy because mommy is always working, and now yeah. mommy is at home, uh, working at the same time. Um, like doing this aerobic with her, like that is that is something that she never have thought 
like for me, I would not even thought of having that that scene. And now my wife is up upgrading her piano skills because my daughter is getting better and better. So mm-hmm. now she's also having the time to learn her songs, and and my daughter is teaching her. So it's like once in a lifetime. And you mentioned we should enjoy this moment rather than, um, not embracing and complaining and ranting and venting, yeah. saying that oh my uh, I have a. Like I have three kids, or I have one kid. Uh, my my, I can't handle my kids. I can't handle my work. I'm such a, um, bad parent and all that. So I I feel that we should not go into that direction. And you make make it a point that this should be once in a lifetime that we should treasure this moment, because who knows that when things go back to normal, we may lose all this time together. And and these are moments that we could not buy back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The best of it, of it. You know, <laughs> today is a bad day. You know, there's always tomorrow. Yeah. Just out of it, and then you know, it's you want to nag, you want to instruct. There's always another day, but mm. just let's spend today doing something different. It's yeah. it's my mindset. Mm. It's it's really going back to the mindset, and I I feel that a lot of parents are having this challenge of, um. Because this is really out of their comfort zone. Because yeah. they are so used to that routine, that zombie, yeah. zom- zombie mode. And now they see, every day I'm seeing my husband. Every day I'm seeing my mother. Every day I'm seeing my children. Oh no! It's like, it's like you have no 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 hole to no hide. Yeah. You have you no me time. time. Yeah. You yeah. have no headspace. Correct. So I, I I guess that this is this is where the communication comes in, uh, which is to to know each other. This is mm. where you need you you start to know. Hey, this is uh how my daughter work. My daughter needs to be listened. Need to be felt felt for her feelings. Uh, should not be pushed and all that stuff. You that's where you need to need to that, that it's like a chance for you to know each other better. Even if for husband husband and wife, I see husband and wife. Uh, there's a lot of stories behind husband and wife. Like this table is mine. I should work here. I want to work in the living room. You should go into the room. Then they are fighting. Like all this stuff, so I find that it's 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 cute in a way. Like for me, I I tell my wife, if if you want to work in living room, you work in living room. Luckily, I got my own room. I say we have also also another spare room, which is our daughter's room. You can use the daughter's room while our daughter is living. So so these are arrangement that we need to sit down and really talk about it. This is I did not know like wow when my wife is at home, I can't work. <laughs> it's like I need to have my space because well everybody working style is different. She will be in her work mode. I yeah. believe that is for for you, uh, the same yeah. for you because I see that smile on you. <laughs> As you saw your husband working, and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Especially, we, yeah, give each other heads up a lot, lah. Yeah, you need to let. Okay, now I'm not in a in a good mood because now we're having a meeting and all that stuff. So my wife said, okay, all of you have to keep keep quiet. I'll be in the room. Okay, room shut. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of communication. I realize like you yeah. mentioned a lot of communication, a lot of knowing each other, and that mm. also bring me to. Um, so, what are the challenges that you see that parents are facing? Um, that uh, especially working from home, uh, how 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 they can manage like other than, um, especially for for couples, I believe for couples, any advice for them, for couples mm-hmm. how how they can manage this? <laughs> I think just make the best of it. We 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 also don't know every day. We just trying something new. Today we just took out all our board games and just read. The instructions again, and just play it again. Play something together. Uh, I don't know. Just watch something together. Just find little pockets of time to mm. okay, not be in work mode. Okay, can we talk now? Can mm. we chat? Can we have tea time? Mm. Can we, you know? I, I think we all just need to find what just make the best of it. Yeah, just really to fine tune and find a pattern, and yeah. really be be creative. I would say now is really testing the. The creativity of parents nowadays, yes. Yes. especially having your kids to a whole day, because I I realize that home, uh, HBL right is not very long, <laughs> it's very fast, and half it's like day, yeah, it's less than half a day, and they are wow. they are done. I was like, huh, darling, you you are done already, ah. Oh, then then what is next? I'm not done yet. I'm not not I've I've not finished my work. So I guess it's being being creative for parents nowadays, and also the communication and mm. embrace it, mm. right. Yeah, like like for you, you're embracing, you're finding like ways and even taking out things that they have not been seen daylight for very very long, yeah. like the board games and all that stuff. So and what, I invite my children also. If mm. you are so not, if really nothing to do, just sit next to me. In case you listen to my meeting, it's okay. Yeah. But, you know, that, if you that's the beauty, right? That's the beauty yeah. of uh parents uh working at home and also, uh being a business owner yourself. 
being an entrepreneur yourself that is also to be able to uh to bring them into your environment to let them know what what is mommy doing because like you mentioned this also bring back to you you mentioned like this once in a lifetime then once in a lifetime finally i know what my wife is working like my mm. daughter finally know what is my 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 wife what uh, what, what is she working on Yeah. Like, like we will not understand. Like back then, like you mentioned, like, I don't even know what my dad is working as. Yeah. Like I know yeah. that he's a mechanic. Like what kind of mechanic? There's so much. Yeah. Like we do not, we do not have uh, have a lot of questions. But in the end, we like it's so hard for us to understand. In the end, we just don't care. But now yeah. it's like an opportunity. Oh, finally, I know my wife. What what is she doing? Like she's always busy this, busy that. So now yeah. I understand like, what kind of stress she's having also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so what? So just now, um, I was thinking that if let's say, um, uh, because of your three kids, you founded three house. So what if today you you only have one 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 child? Would you still, um, like start three house, or would you even have this idea? Have you thought about about it? Actually, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I will never have one child. Wow. So, uh, I I mean I knew we wanted to have more kids. Mm-hmm. My. Struggle is I never knew that I will have them back to back. So that was the insa- insanity mm. that that drove me to want to find solutions. Mm. Um, if I had one kid, I think my world would be very very different. Mm. I might be a very different parent too. Uh, might be even tempted to be very you know a bit uh, over over overwhelming kind of parent. Mm. Because you have one to focus on, right? Yeah, because I have just you know I just only have one kid to focus. On. I'm gonna mm. be a very different parent. So actually, I'm very glad I'm not. I have <laughs> I have I have the three of them, mm. and uh, it gives me more perspective. It helps me understand children. Mm. Helps understand everybody is different. Their communication style, their love language, everything you know. Mm. Needs, their feelings, their behavior, it's all, they're all different. Yeah, because three of them definitely would would have a lot of difference. Are, are they are they all different or they are similar in certain way? Yeah, all very different. So it's also testing your limits, right? Yeah. So what 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 works for one person doesn't work for another. Mm. Doesn't work for another. Uh, you constantly need to know. Um, you need to have skills, ah, uh, to 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 communicate mm-hmm. with each other. And this yeah. is what I realized. Like the the mompreneurs I connected, ah, uh, and. How successful they are, right? Mm. Uh, also equates to how many children they have. Oh really? I I um, like um the the mompreneurs I interviewed previously. Uh, she has two daughters. Mm. Then uh, I have one which is also an educator. Mm. Uh, she has three three kids. Mm. So uh, it's like the challenge challenges that she's having. Like yeah. every kid is different, so she has to manage differently. And also I have uh this mompreneur. She's a my champ coach. Uh, basically, she, uh. She has three three boys, uh, one eldest boy and one twins. So mm. for her, um, they are only like one one years age gap. So for her, um, she's very good in understanding people because her kids are all different. Her three mm. boys are different, and boys being boys, they are very active and all that stuff. So she has to build up the stamina and all that. So I mm. so I I when I see her, why is she so successful today in her business? It's because of her. Being able to manage a situation at all times, like for you have three three kids, managing three different personality also helps you in managing your business, in terms mm. of managing people, because mm. you have that, what do you call that? The patient, that compassion, because to your kids you cannot, you still have to love them right, although they drive you crazy at times. So you still have to be compassionate to them, which also helps you to. Be more nurturing towards your um, team, your business, your co-founders, and all that stuff. I do not know. Like this is what I see in a lot of mompreneurs who have more kids, and and how they can manage. They are, they are like very steady. Like okay, ah,、uh, managing my business is like, it's it's not as hard as managing my three kids. Oh, I mean, we all have our struggles, ah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's it's also what makes a a mompreneur that strong because if you can manage motherhood. It's the twenty four seven job or work.、Um, having a business is just having another child. If you have that system, that that that、um, ability, that mindset, basically you can pull through through a lot of things. And also,、um, this is something that because、uh, you you touch on that you are also a parenting coach, and this is something that I'm always curious. Like,、um, why do you want to be a parenting coach? 
because I lack skills as a parent, it's as simple as that. I when I when I I, I really believe that all of us are parents, but not all parents have skills. Mm. Um, skills in terms of learning how to communicate with your children, uh, we don't have that. And mm. I wanted to. So what drove me to in desperation to want to uh, learn these skills was I found this program which mm. I really really I'm practicing it now I'm teaching it now. Called Parent Effectiveness Training uh, by Dr. Thomas Gordon. It's been 50 years around. Wow. All over the world, um, parents are being trained in, in this program in China, in Ecuador, in Hong Kong, in US. Um, it's a very tried and proven program that teaches skills. Mm. A lot of parenting books out there, they are very nice to read, uh, very heartwarming stories. They give you some tips. They give you acronyms to remember, but they don't actually teach you skills. Mm. So this program, I found it because somebody taught me this program. Mm. So I decided, um, I mean, of course, I signed up for that, that course. Yeah. Thereafter, I decided I want to get trained as an instructor so that I can teach it to other parents. So basically, this skills is actually, um, it's, it's very methodical. It teaches you to look at your children through a behavior window. You understand where your line of acceptance is, what is acceptable or not acceptable behavior, and accordingly, who owns the problem. Mm. So say it's an acceptable behavior, but I don't own the problem. For example, an acceptable behavior for me is my child is sitting on the sofa, she's she's sobbing, mm. but clearly it's not my problem. She has a problem. The mm. problem ownership is her. So as a parent, what do I do? I mm. want to help. So I will use helping skills. Helping skills include active listening, um, uh, really learning how to decode her feelings and mm. her needs so that I can help her reduce her emotional flooding. So then if it's unacceptable behavior, like my son throws something at me, mm. okay, for him, maybe he has no problem throwing it. And for, for me, I, I, I don't find it acceptable. Mm. How do I confront him? In a respectful way, I will use confrontive skills. Mm. I will use I message. So I, mm. I will start my message with I. I don't like what you did because mm. blah blah blah. So it's that's a that's the course in short. Mm. Um, so you're asking me about this parenting coach. Uh, yeah. This this is the program I am certified to teach mm. because it has benefited me tremendously because wow. right now if something happens a behavior i see i just straight away think is this behavior something i can accept i cannot accept mm. whose problem is it okay what do i do mm -mm. i need to go and active listen because she's flooded emotionally mm. so it means that there, there's a step-by-step -step, uh, process that you need to filter what is happening now so that so is it's also, a skill set. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. It's a skill set. It's a it's a skills. Skills mm. that you actually learn. Um, a lot of parenting books out there. Mm. There's lots of schools of thought, right? Yep. Conscious parenting, respectful parenting, peaceful parenting, positive parenting. A lot. No drama, discipline, all sorts of things. And and um, this actually has been the program has been around for for 50 over years mm. and a lot of these new parenting schools of thought actually draw on some of these skills uh, that the Dr. basics mm. yeah because he was a, a student of uh, the father of psychology mm. uh, Carl Rod uh, yeah Carl Rogers so he actually he was actually studying under this you know when psych psychotherapy was yep. uh, trending back in I can't remember when mm. in the 1960s uh, 50s maybe so it's a it's a tried and proven program, and I find that it's very useful. Mm. Um, ask me why I became a parent coach because I needed it for myself. <laughs> well, I, I guess it's also like because you 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 are learning, you're constantly learning. Although you are an educator, you're constantly learning how to be a pa better parent, and also how to be a parenting coach so that you can help other parents to understand how to understand their children because this is the skill especially at this point of time I feel that understanding your kids is more important because every day you're facing them and mm. it's not uh, and this skill I believe that it's not just to your kids it also can be applied to people around you like your husband like your parents yeah, yeah. these are all skill set like you mentioned which is very important and also like because I, I, I've heard a lot of uh, moms they want to say oh I want to be a parenting coach because I've 
I have kids. Uh, my kids are now um, 20 over years old. I have uh, parenting experience of 20 years and they want to be a coach. But mm. at the same time, I also want to ask you, like, what makes a parenting coach? Definitely, they must be a parent, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, yeah, does having, yeah. having more children helps mm. you in being a better parenting coach or it does not? You have just more stories to share. Mm. I, I thoroughly enjoy working with families, uh, with moms. I've coached a, cu- a, f- a couple of moms, a couple of, of uh, doing this course. Mm. And uh, I think having more children just means you have a lot of examples, a lot of stories to tell them. A lot of case study, right? How it works, how it really, really works, you know, or, or when it doesn't work and, mm. and, and, and why. You've got a lot of yeah, actual life samples to try on. <laughs> Yeah. Real what? case study. <laughs> so having more kids, you can have more case studies. Yeah, you're right. Mm. So so um so that so um just now we also mentioned that because you have this certification, um is it really important for one to like being a life coach or being a parenting coach to have certification? Because like I I will have this question like why would I want to pay someone to coach me as a parent? Yeah. So that would be the number one. I I believe that that would be a number one question that people start asking you. Yes. So maybe yes. you can share with the audience like why? Because mm. I think you need to be certified because you've gone through training. I've gone through a full 24 hour, not 24 hours, no. The course is 24 hours, but mm. the instructor course is over seven full days. So 56 mm. hours of intense training by a master trainer who has worked with tens and thousands of families. She flew in from US, trained the whole bunch of us who wanted to be instructors, and mm. we went through a lot of a lot of role play, a lot of um, possible scenarios. Mm. We learned how to handle different types of parents, you know, in the role play, and we just keep practicing these coaching skills. Mm. So I think, I think that what makes me a coach, uh, that's different <laughs> from somebody who has experience who will just mm. be sharing stories. Mm-mm. A lot of times, I always tell my students in my class, I'm not a counselor. Mm. I'm only a coach. I can only teach you the skills. I teach you how it's applied. I can, we can practice it together. Then you go back and you try. Mm. You come back and let me know. Very much like a sports coach, yeah, right? Yep. Go and, you go and try it. I teach you these techniques. Mm-mm-mm. Come back and see what works or what doesn't work. Yep. And then we continue. Yes. So um, that process itself, I mean, we have gone through some training to mm. do that. Yeah. Um, and so, do you need certification to be a coach? I'm pretty sure you do at some point need to review that you've gone through some form of intensity in terms mm. of how you've gotten to become an expert. Yep. Um, would parents pay for this course? There are parents who uh, I've met so many of them who've come to my class because at some point in their lives they they also recognize mm. either they need the skills or something has gone quite wrong in the relationship with their children yep. and they're wondering how to fix it and then they know that actually not a school of thought it's not mm. a philosophy I need to subscribe to I just need to learn a few skills yep. I need someone to coach me week by week mm. to help me and then I may see results in their relationship. Correct, correct. Like, like you mentioned, like even for sports, uh, you want to be a good professional player, basketball player or golfer, you, you need a coach. Because a coach has a step-by-step to fine-tune your skills, mm-hmm. especially for parents. Uh, if you, all of us are first-time parents. None of us are experienced parents unless you have more than a lot of kids, um, different, different families and stuff. If not, mo- most of us are first-time parents. Uh, and most of our parenting skills are from our parents where they are also first-time parents. They learn from their own parents. So mm. over generation, it may not be the parenting style or the skills that, that today's kids can embrace. And that's why there's a constant learning, even like all kinds of sports. 10 years ago, when you swim this way and 10 years later, then you swim this way does not work. Mm. A lot of, of, of reason And you mentioned like The certification also gives the parents Or your, your customers Or your clients More trust um, They will be able to trust you Because mm. you're certified You went through all this thing And that's why It's also value for the money uh, And um, like, like you mentioned Like free advice That's everywhere But mm. whether does it work for you is um, It may not Most of them uh, Will not be able to work for you But a mm. coach will be able to design it and customize for you 
and that's why the parenting coach because I believe that your parent A and parent B will be different from the mm. way you coach them because they have different different issues different problems and you solve mm. it differently and also um, time really flies I think really enjoy this conversation I really want you to share more of this so maybe you can let the audience I, I'm still seeing people uh, still tuning on uh, coming on face uh, on, on live and thank you all very much for tuning in and maybe um, Elizabeth you can share with the audience how they can get connected with you and maybe to find out more about the, the parenting coaching that you are talking about sure so you can email me uh, I'm at Elizabeth E-L-I-Z-A-P-E-T-H at treehouse t-r-e-h-a-u-s dot co c-o hmm. so just email me uh, anything about treehouse that you're curious to find out or anything uh, about um, parent effectiveness training that you like to find out happy to answer any questions hmm. and also at the same time for those who are tuning in or watching the replay i've also included uh, elizabeth um, uh, social media links and uh, where you can find her and also uh, treehouse website in the description um, so last but not least uh, Elizabeth before we wrap up this is your time for you to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest so what will be your question of the day sure my question of the day is what can you do to hmm. be a kinder human being today than compared to yesterday okay so the question is what can you do to be a kinder parent is it Kinder human being. Oh, ki- kinder human human being. Today, mm. as compared to yesterday. Okay, today as compared to yesterday. Okay, so the question of the day posted by Elizabeth is: What can you do to be kinder human being today as compared to yesterday? Yeah. Is it correct? What can you do to be a kinder human being? today as compared to yesterday just okay. want to challenge people to <laughs> to think about many ways that they can be kinder today than mm. they were the day before wow so this question goes out to the audience who are still tuning in and also for those who are watching the replay and this question of the day posted by elizabeth will be posted to the next guest so the next guest get ready uh and last but not least uh elizabeth any last advice for the mothers for mothers who are tuning in thinking whether they should step into entrepreneurship or they should pursue their passion so what's your last advice my last advice i've always lived by it life is very short let's do stuff that matters if you just want to do it just take the leap of faith and do it wow thank you very much elizabeth and once again uh thanks for those who are still tuning in and for those who are watching the replay thank you very much and um, i'm kenneth here signing off with elizabeth i will see you guys in the next episode thank you elizabeth thank you bye everyone bye